Yes, indeed. J-Lo and Jenny from the block. What's up, everybody? It's Jer here again, having a Friday beer. We got episode nine of having a beer with Jer, NFL week four preview. And yeah, how about that fucking news last night? Going all the way back to the early 2000s, we got J-Lo and Shakira with the uh, halftime show this year. Exciting. Real exciting. And I'm serious about that. Those asses just up there shaking and jiggling. My goodness. That douchebag A-Rod just getting to stuff J-Lo. At least I hope he gets to. I mean, the power couple. Yeah, J-Lo still got it for sure. But yeah, good for them to get back out there. All right, that'll uh, conclude uh, week four. Just kidding, just kidding. We got a lot of shit to get to today. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, last week I did nine games. I think I previewed. Uh, this week I did. I, want to say five i didn't really like the schedule this week not a lot of games that tickled my fancy as some would say uh it started off last night with the eagles 34 packers 27 and a much better thursday night game than they've had in the recent weeks uh carson wentz 160 three touchdowns he looked good jordan howard out of nowhere 15 carries 87 yards two touchdowns Three catches on four targets, also had a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers did Aaron Rodgers things last night, uh, fantasy-wise, for the first time, it seemed like, this year. Threw for over 400, two touchdowns, a pick, a fumble. And Devontae Adams got into the mix finally, too. A lot of fantasy owners I know were excited about that. With the 10 catches and 180 yards, but they were probably not excited about the news that came after where he couldn't finish the game what he is saying is turf toe so if anyone's ever had turf toe i have not personally but i've heard it's not good uh so we'll be uh checking in on that throughout the week to see how he's holding up one quick note on that game from last night does anyone notice when aaron Rodgers makes a fucking mistake he's looking at every 
everybody else on the field. Like, that wasn't my fault. And he's just looking as hard as possible to blame somebody other than him. Maybe he should fucking blame that mustache. Douchebag. God, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. And I, I just hate him. He's just become such a bitch to me. And I, he's become the A-Rod of football to me. Like, Alex Rodriguez loved him. And then he went to New York and just became a complete turd. And Aaron Rodgers is the same way. He never really left anywhere. He's always been in Green Bay. But I always thought he was this cool dude, fucking discount, double check, fucking A. Rodgers. But now I just, I don't like him. I don't like him. I think Allstate's dumb for having him and Chris Paul in every goddamn commercial. I'm done. I'm done. I'm glad the Packers lost. Need the Vikes to win this week. So we're going to start right there with the Vikings are going into Chicago. Both teams 2-1. and one. I Still hate Kirk Cousins. I think he's awful. He's going up against Mitchell Trubisky, who is also awful, who had a good game on Monday night against the Redskins. Um, It's going to be a defensive battle. Both teams are going to want to win the game with defense, and I know both quarterbacks are going to want to win with defense. Uh, They don't want the ball in their hands when it matters the most. That's for damn sure. I think Vegas has the over-under at like 38.5, I believe. And I could see that game definitely being very low scoring. Do not see it being high. No fucking way. Unless both running games are just out of this world. Which Delvin, I think, is finally going to be slowed down this week. I hope not. I just need him to get in the end zone. Because Kirk ain't going to get it in the end zone. Um... Montgomery, David Montgomery, the young running back for the Bears, finally looked good on Monday night against the Redskins. He's supposed to be the guy. He's been given 15 carries over the last two weeks in each game, so maybe they're hoping for a breakthrough game for him. The matchup isn't there for him against the Vikings. Um, Stephon Diggs, in his career, has had really, really good games against the Bears. Problem is, he's not getting the ball this year he's got targets he's just not catching the ball I'm not saying he's dropping it it's just for whatever reason him and Kirk Cousins can't figure it out and I hope this week is the week because I need the Vikes to win go to three and one that'd be freaking huge you can't go two and two not I know it's still early but you just can't because the Packers are three and one yes but the Bears would go to three and one if they beat us the Lions are still right there. They're 2-0-1. Oh, and, and unfortunately, this week, I'm going against my Vikes, and I'm picking the Bears to win 24-20. to 20. Like I said, last week I was 7-2 and two on my picks. This one, I hope I'm wrong, because I hate the Bears. They bore the snot out of me, but unfortunately... Got to go with uh, the Bears with this week. Like I said, 24-20. So I guess we're still right there with the uh, NFC North, and we'll go to this game. This game is the highest in Vegas uh, over-under this week, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs going into Detroit to play the Lions. I think the over-under is 54. Listen, just listen. They're, the Lions can't stop that freight train in Kansas City. There's just no way. Um, I know they're a little banged up at the running game, but McCoy was a full going practice yesterday, practice today. 
No D'Angelo Williams. No, no, not D'Angelo. Damian Williams. He'll be out most likely. But Shady looked good last week. Got a couple touchdowns. But they have Pat Mahomes. They have the wide receivers. There's just no way I think Matt Stafford can keep up. Not to mention, heard this news before I went on. Matty Stafford was on the uh, injury report for today with a hip injury. Which is exciting because I had no quarterback going into this week in my fantasy team. And I happened to pick him up because I do think it's a good matchup against the Chiefs. And it's going to be a high scoring. They're going to be behind. And Stafford's going to have to throw the ball. But now if he's hurt, I don't know who to pick up for a quarterback. I'm in a 14-man league. I may just say, fuck this entire week. I got no tight end. Made a trade. Made a trade, yeah. For O.J. Howard. But uh, for whatever reasons, this week we couldn't put the trade through. But last week, made a trade with the commish. That trade accidentally got put through. So uh, you put the pieces together on that one. But yeah, anyways, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, The Chiefs won't be stopped, but they will stop the Lions enough. And I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win 34-27. to Now the next game. Very excited about this game, just because I was wrong last week. And that's the uh, 3-0 and Dallas Cowboys heading into New Orleans to take on the 2-1 and Teddy Bridgewater-led New Orleans Saints. Now, Teddy did Teddy things last week against the Seahawks. He was under 200 yards, he threw no picks, and he threw new touchdowns. That is what... The M.O. is for Teddy Bridgewater his entire career. You'll be lucky if he ever throws over 200 yards, but once in a while he'll mix in a touchdown, similar to how Alex Smith used to play. He's just smart, and he tries not to make mistakes, and that's what happened, and ultimately they beat the Seahawks pretty good. I mean, the Seahawks scored a meaningless touchdown with zero time on the clock, like literally, and it meant absolutely nothing. The game was well out of hand by then. And Teddy got his first win with New Orleans, which is freaking huge for them because Drew Brees is still out. And that's going to be the same key this week. Teddy needs to, or that's not a key, but Teddy needs to throw the ball, but he needs to try to get in the end zone. Maybe take a chance downfield on Michael Thomas. Maybe Elvin Kamara gets in on a pass. I don't know. But Dallas still has Zeke, and last week they had Tony Pollard involved against Miami. Yes, Miami. Both guys ran for over 100. Zeke didn't get into the end zone, but Pollard did. I think he's going to be part of the offense now. It's going to give Zeke breaks. And if the guy can prove he can run, why not? Go with a two-headed monster like the Saints did with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. I like that a lot. Uh, News, Amari Cooper did have an MRI on a foot or an ankle. I think he did practice today. He's most likely going to play, but... Keep an eye out on that. Dak looked good again against the Dolphins, but it was the Dolphins, so hard to say. But in the end, I think Teddy is going to have his hands full with the Lions, or not the Lions, sorry, uh, the Cowboys, and I think it will be a good game, and I think the Cowboys will win 30-20. to Now, I changed my game of the week. So I'm going to do this game now, which was originally going to be my game of the week, and that's the Browns and Ravens. The 1-2 and two Cleveland Browns are heading to the Ravens, who are 2-1, and one, had a tough loss last week against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And 
This game is interesting for this fact only, that everyone was sucking the Browns' dick dry going into the season. But I don't think anyone actually looked at their schedule. Their schedule sucks. I don't want no part of their schedule. You know, you got the Browns go playing the Ravens this week. They played the Rams last week. They got the Patriots on their schedule. It's a shitty fucking schedule right there alone that could be three losses. But here's the funny thing. If they win this week, as bad as they've played, they could be in first place, which is really, really funny to me. Um, the Browns' offensive line is terrible. Baker has literally no chance to throw the ball, and when he does throw, he looks like an idiot out there. I didn't think the Browns were going to be a playoff team. I didn't think they were going to be good. I wasn't jumping on that bandwagon. But I didn't think Baker was going to be that bad. I thought Baker could lead them to some wins. But I think they hired the wrong coach. I think Freddie Kitchens is a moron. Uh, He's not finding a way to help his offensive line get better, or no one in the organization is. Trent Williams is still just hanging out, not playing in Washington. I would give the Redskins whatever they want right now to bring him in because you lose this game, you're now 1-3. and three. I know the AFC is down, but your schedule doesn't favor you. You know you have a loss coming when you, come, when you play New England. You need to get some Baker some protection. You got Nick Chubb, who's running well. You got Kareem Hunt will be back at some point, but what will be the point when he comes back? The salvage a season and go five and eleven, six and ten. They need to do something now with that offensive line. The Ravens are fun. They got six hundred and fifty yards rushing this year already in three games with six touchdowns. Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson have been awesome. It's really, really fun to watch that. And I hope they stay. I hope it stays that way. Because I would love to see... Wouldn't it wait? Yeah. Baltimore's playing New England at some point, like week eight, week nine. That's that's going to be a fun one. Definitely. But this game is going to come down to your boom, boom kicker of the week. And Justin Tucker... I think it's going to be a very competitive game. I do think Baker smartens it up and they figure out a way to stay in this game. But Justin Tucker is going to be the key. I think he's going to get four field goals in this game. And I think the Ravens will ultimately win 26-20. to Now, let's backtrack and go to what I think now is the game of the week. Only because I was getting shit. On the group page, remember, having a beer with JR on Facebook is the group page. Feel free to listen to episodes and take part in the polls and ask questions we can talk about live on the podcast, or I can address them in any way possible. But that is going to be the Bills, who are 3-0, and will be hosting the New England Patriots. It's going to be a good one. Just kidding. The Pats' D has not given up a touchdown yet. They're not going to. Delvin Singletary, the running back for the Bills, practiced, but who cares? Uh, He's not established enough to join forces with Frank Tank Gore and take down the Patriots. I've said this before, 
a couple times on the podcast, I think the Bills are a playoff team. If you go back and actually listen to the episodes, I say they will go 0-2 against the Patriots. This weekend is their first game against the Patriots. I think the Bills fans will win because they're going to throw more people through tables than the actual Patriot fans were. They tailgate like motherfuckers out there. Not to mention, watch out for dildos. There could be sex objects thrown out on the field. Julian Edelman could catch a dildo right in the eye. Could you imagine that? The Monday injury report, Julian Edelman heads to the IR. Caught a cock to the eye. My goodness. The Bills secondary with Michael Hyde and Jordan Poyer. One of the better tandems in the league. Tom Brady and Bill will find a way. Josh McDaniels, they'll find a way. They will shred it. The Bills have a zero chance of winning this game. It's going to be rowdy. It's going to, early on, feel like a playoff outing game. But the Patriots are going to win 28-12. to Josh Allen and his offense will not find the end zone. They will kick four field goals. Patriots will go to 4-0 on the season. The Bills will go 3-1, still with a chance to make the playoffs. So, Sir Derek, fuck off. They're calling me out. Uh, Julian Edelman seems like he's going to be a go with his cracked ribs and whatever he had going on. There was really no reports. New England, they're always on the injury report. They're always not. So, those are the games this week that I wanted to break down. Uh, we got some news. Not news, just some some thoughts. Will Daniel Jones repeat his rookie performance last week against the Redskins? That was pretty fucking awesome debut. Uh, I was excited to see someone other than Eli Manning play quarterback because I fucking hate mm-hmm. Eli Manning, and that was awesome to see Daniel Jones come out and perform. They did lo- they did lose. Um, Saquon Barkley for a while, but that's all right. You'll be all right without him for a little bit. You're not going anywhere anyways. Um, that game is also one of the higher scoring games. I'm not breaking it down because it's the fucking Redskins and Giants. But but will Dwayne Haskins make his season debut for the Redskins in that game? I say yes. Even though Case Keenum has like 900 yards. On the season, which is awesome, because the Vikings let him go to grab Kirk Cousins from the Vi- uh, Redskins. See what else we got? We got the Texans, Sean Watson, Hopkins going up against the Panthers, and Kyle Allen, who had an awesome game. He also looked very good. What do you have? Four touchdowns last week. Yeah, he looked really, really good against the Cardinals, though. But Kyle Allen's had two really, really good games in his career. You know, week 17 against the uh, Saints last year. But I know they probably weren't playing anybody, but still. Is Cam Newton out? Um, Jalen Ramsey still wants to be traded. And uh, this week he had uh, the wink-wink flu. Then the old wink-wink back issue. And then all of a sudden his wife or girlfriend has a baby. Did she really, though? That's the question. Or was he just hanging out with James White's wife and their baby? The biggest news of all is the holdout from Melvin Gordon is officially over. Question is, does he play this Sunday? I'm saying yes. 
I'm saying he gets at least eight to ten snaps against the Dolphins. Why not? Just see what he's got going on. Um, the poll question for this week will be: Will Matt Ryan throw an interception at home against the Titans? That'll be up shortly. And early on in the week, I forgot to do my review of week three. I don't need to do that every week. That's just nonsense. You guys are all fucking football fans. You guys can watch. But I updated my after week three MVP power rankings. Number one is still Patrick Mahomes. The dude is on pace for 6,000 yards. He might do it. I'm not kidding. He might just do it. Uh, Dak Prescott, I keep him at two. I know he threw two dumb picks against the uh, Dolphins, but he still looks really, really good. I'm keeping him at two. Tom Brady, the biggest mover of the week. He moves from five to three. He could have moved up more. I just don't like the strength of schedule. Kind of like college and their rankings, blah, blah, blah. I'm keeping Tom Brady at three for now. Uh, It means he took over Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson stays goes from three to four, and then Delvin Cook moves to five. It's the same guys from the previous week: Mahomes, Prescott, Brady, Jackson, Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook's still there for now. He's averaging 125 yards on the ground with four touchdowns. The Vikings would probably be 0 three if it wasn't for Dalvin Cook, because their offense sucks right now, and he's the only thing going. Um, I think that covers it all, guys. Um, Remember, go to the Facebook group page. Say whatever you want. Comment on stuff. Ask questions. Tell your friends about it. Find me on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter because no one cares about the episode. But I enjoy doing it. I thank the guys who listen every to every episode. It means a lot. And I'm going to keep doing it. It's fun. And I hope you guys enjoy the weekend. I may or may not be back tomorrow with a special interview from Wayne, the legendary Adams. If we got time in between our softball tournament, we'll do a little interview with Wayne. For now, it's goodbye. <laughs>